When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to be a dividend aristocrat millionaire? I think most people would answer yes to this question. Because it sounds very tempting to reach the status of a millionaire with some of the safest and most reliable dividend-paying stocks on the market. The next obvious questions to ask are how can I make this happen? How long will it take and how much money will be required to hit this milestone? These questions are a little tougher to answer because nobody can predict the future. I think the best place to start looking for answers is in the past. Today we have 65 companies on the dividend aristocrat list. Of those 65 companies, two do not have at least 25 years of dividend growth history. That is the bare minimum necessary to be called dividend aristocrat. AbbVie is a spin-off from Abbott Labs and earns its place amongst the aristocrats thanks to its former parent company. And Amcor found its way onto the list by acquiring Bemis Company in 2018 that used to be a dividend aristocrat. These two companies will be excluded from my analysis, which still leaves us with 63 dividend aristocrats to analyze. Before we dive into the actual results, let's take a second to discuss the reality of building a million dollar portfolio. The first and most important factor is money. It takes money to make money. If you aren't able to save and invest a good chunk of money, becoming a millionaire is going to be rather difficult. Sure, you can catch the next hot investment trend like Tesla or Bitcoin and turn a small amount into millions. But that is more luck than skill, and the vast majority of people aren't going to get rich this way. Not only would you need to invest in the right product, you would also need to do it at the right time. Typically, once these investments become popular in mainstream media, that magical moment is long past. This is not to say that you can't do well investing this way, but the prospect of turning a few bucks into millions is highly unlikely. The bottom line comes to this. The more money you can save and invest, the better your chances are of building great wealth and having a million dollar portfolio. The next big factor is time. The more time you have to let your investments work for you, the higher the probability is that you'll become a millionaire. And additionally, it will require a smaller amount of money from you to get there. Let me give you an example to better illustrate the role time plays in investing. The S&P has averaged about 10-11% annual returns since 1926. Since the index was changed to follow only 500 companies in 1957, the average return has been closer to 8% per year. If you were to invest in the S&P 500 index and hit this 8% average annual return, to become a millionaire in 10 years, you would need to contribute $5,327 each month. That's a very large sum of money that would be quite difficult for the average person to set aside each month. If you did manage to invest this amount consistently each month for 10 years, you would have contributed about $639,000 to your portfolio, meaning that the additional about $361,000 necessary to become a millionaire would be earned from the market and compounding. So more than half the funds necessary to be a millionaire would need to come from you and not the market. If you could double your time horizon from 10 years to 20 years, under the same return assumptions, now you would only need to contribute $1,687 each month. Even though this is still a large chunk of money to invest each month, it is about 68% smaller than the amount necessary to become a millionaire with the S&P in 10 years. The total amount contributed over this 20-year period would be about $405,000, meaning that now more than half of the wealth necessary to become a millionaire would be generated by market returns and compounding. Doubling your time horizon once more, from 20 years to 40 years, reduces the monthly contribution by another 82%, with the new monthly contribution now being $298. This sounds much more attainable for the average person. That's less than $100 per week. The total amount contributed over this 40-year period would be about $143,000.
meaning that over 85% of your million dollars would be generated by market returns and compounding. What I'm trying to convey here is that more time gives you a much higher chance to generate large wealth, and also requires a significantly smaller contribution from you. The third factor is picking the right investment vehicle. Not all stocks have achieved the same results, and choosing to invest in the wrong ones can lead to terrible results. I think the dividend aristocrats are a great investment, but even they have all achieved drastically different results. This is why for most average investors, opting to invest in index funds or ETFs is a much safer option. You're not going to achieve phenomenal returns, but you likely won't underperform the market as well. If you have enough time and invest enough money, your chances to become a millionaire are quite high. Let's take a look at how investing in the current dividend aristocrats worked out in the past. I pulled monthly returns for each of the 65 dividend aristocrats, excluding AbbVie and Amcor, for the last 25 years. Well, almost 25 years, since 2021 isn't fully over yet. And I want to see how investing $500 each month into each dividend aristocrat worked out during this time. This would be a total investment just shy of $150,000. Was this amount high enough, and the period of time long enough to become a millionaire with any aristocrat? I'm going to show you a bar chart race to better visually display this example, so you can see exactly how many dividend aristocrats would have turned you into a millionaire, and which one was the best. Also, it's pretty interesting to see how the market value of these investments changed over time. Let's go. And I'm back. Whether you watched the race or not, if you were looking at the final results here, you can see that each of the top 20 dividend aristocrats has finished with a market value above $1 million. Matter of fact, a total of 29 dividend aristocrats would have created millionaires under these investing assumptions. For context, investing the same amount into SPY, an S&P 500 ETF, for the same period of time would give you a market value of about $708,000. This means that many dividend aristocrats were a better investment than the S&P in the past. An additional 11 aristocrats, so 40 in total, would have been a better investment than SPY. The best dividend aristocrat was West Pharma, that finished with a $6.2 million valuation, beating second place Sherwin-Williams by more than $2 million. If you watched the bar chart race, you may have noticed that a significant portion of the final valuation came in the last few years. Because once you already have a lot of money, it grows much faster, and the past few years have been quite good from a return perspective. Some of the other notable finishers were S&P Global, that finished with a $2.6 million valuation. Lowe's was close behind with a $2.55 million valuation. Albermelli, A.O. Smith, and Roper finished with $2.4 million each. And NextEra Energy was the final dividend aristocrat that crossed over $2 million, with a $2.02 million valuation. The average value for all 63 dividend aristocrats was $1.157 million. So if you invested equally across all 63 of these companies, this is the final value you would finish with. Granted, most of the current dividend aristocrats weren't dividend aristocrats back in 1996. Many of them actually became aristocrats quite recently. So this wasn't exactly a true representation of how investing in dividend aristocrats would have worked out. But if we look at the actual dividend aristocrat index return since 1996, it has beaten the S&P index by 1.48% per year, with an 11.53% annualized return versus only 10.05% for the S&P. While 1.5% may not sound like much, it is actually a very big deal. Over the course of 25 years, earning 1.5% more would give you over $150,000 in additional capital if you invested $500 every month. That's a sizable difference in my book. I think the dividend aristocrats are an excellent investment vehicle, and one that can give you even better results than the S&P 500 index. While the aristocrats don't beat the S&P every year, they have continually outperformed the index over rolling periods of time. During the last 32 years, the dividend aristocrats have outperformed the S&P 500 67% of the time when looking at 5-year rolling periods. A significant portion of this outperformance comes during periods of market crashes and the immediate years that follow. For example, the 5-year rolling dividend aristocrat index return stayed above the S&P between 2001 and 2006, following the dot-com bubble, and again between 2008 and 2018, following the financial crisis. 
Historically, dividend aristocrats have been a harbor of safety during volatile market periods, all the while providing investors with uninterrupted passive income streams. Going back to the original question of how you can become a millionaire with the dividend aristocrats today, I think the easiest and probably the safest route is to consistently invest in the index through a fund like Noble. Sure, it carries a fee that will eat away at some of your returns, but in exchange you get exposure to all of the dividend aristocrats and the rebalanced features the fund offers. Investing in individual aristocrats may get you to a million dollars sooner if you are able to pick the right ones. I have a separate series on my channel that showcases a few simple strategies for picking the best dividend aristocrats each month. It's been doing quite well this year, but it does come with additional risks. Make sure to check it out if you're interested. Another option is not to limit yourself to investing in just dividend aristocrats, but maybe seek out companies that could potentially become aristocrats in the future. Each month I present my list of the best quality dividend stocks focused on high yield or high growth. Many of the companies featured on those lists are not dividend aristocrats yet, but could make it onto the list in the future. Ultimately, it's hard to say what amount is necessary to become a millionaire with the dividend aristocrats over the next 25 years. But I think it would be safe to assume that if you invest in the index consistently, for a long period of time, you'll do just fine. Maybe instead of focusing on the end result, a better thing to focus on is saving and investing as much as you comfortably can today. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.